What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 23 of Beef's Beef. I have a special guest today. We're going to do a Super Bowl preview. Uh, a lot of you guys have probably seen him comment on my stuff. He's always on my Facebook Live videos. Uh, been around him my whole life, obviously, because he's my cousin, but he's my godfather. I consider my best friend and also the be- the most knowledgeable NFL fan that I know. Uh, Jerry Lee Nelly, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, Brandon? Thank you. So, last year, we started this little thing where I drove out here. We watched the game in the Pepperoni Grill here in Barstown. And it was filled with uh, Patriot haters beside, other than like, what, four of us? I, I, if there was that many, I'd yeah. be surprised. <laughs> there, was, there was four of us, and I just remember the whole game, it was who could talk the most crap to me the whole time. Yeah. Even had a person that you didn't even know come and sit on our table and talk crap to me to where it actually pissed me off enough to where I actually said something to him. So, and then at the end of the game, I'll never forget what happened when James when uh, James White scores that touchdown. Me and you jumping up and down, hugging each other, because one, you had just won money, and I had just my team had just won the Super Bowl. So, I, that that for me was enough for me to come back here, obviously. But, uh. I mean, we're, we're strictly going to talk about the Super Bowl today. Uh, for those of you that are looking for a, a recap of the game yesterday, I'll do that tomorrow because uh, I'm going to do another episode tomorrow before the Syracuse game. Uh, but first thing, I mean, we obviously talked and told each other who we were going to pick and what we thought was going to be the X factors and all that stuff. But one thing I didn't mention, Brady gets another MVP today or yesterday. Right. Uh, I mean, it was kind of – I mean, I think most people kind of figured that was going to happen. Right. Um, I mean, do you do you think he deserved the MVP, or do you think he should have won somebody else? Uh, well, I think it would have went to Wentz had he not got hurt. Um, yeah. But, actually, Wentz came in third. Did the Rams running back get second? I believe Todd Gurley did get second, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame him if they went with Gurley. And, but, I mean, 13-3, and three, Bill Belichick. Playing Tom, in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you know, I mean, well, we'll get into my <laughs> thoughts on that. But yeah. yeah. So, not only that, but also I got to mention, because I was telling you, seeing Moss get, get put into the Hall of Fame yesterday, which we were talking about the video of him getting knocked on the door. I wish we had him. <laughs> I wish we had him in this game. I still think even now he'd probably still be a factor in the game, even though he's old. Chunk it up every time. Yeah, just throw it up. I mean, it was funny because I watched another video and they talked about how when he played in Minnesota, they literally had a play called Go Get It, Randy. That was literally just what it was called. And Cunningham or Culpepper or Brad Johnson, whoever, just literally just threw the ball and he went for and got it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nuts. But I don't. we'll get off that subject. That we could, <laughs> I could talk about Randy Moss all day. But, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to go into the game – I think New England's going to win, obviously, because I'm a New England fan. Uh, we'll get your prediction at the end. But, I mean, what the way I see the Patriots attacking this, and you can, if you think that I'm wrong with this, you can go with it. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to treat Nick Foles just like they did Blake Bortles in the second half. Uh, if you notice the difference in the game in the second half, it was – we're going to step back. We're going to make you make plays. We're, or we're going to stack the box and make you make plays. Right. So I think they're going to do the same thing to Philly. I think Nick Foles is better than Blake Bortles. But at the end of the day, he's not experienced really. He's This is his first playoff games, if I'm not if I'm not wrong, right? Well, but he did have a really good season 
three or four years ago. Yeah. Like, well, that was when he got traded to Philly, wasn't it, for Bradford? Uh, no, he, he actually played for Philly before he went, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. He left and came back. That's right, right. right. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Nick Foles, but – I think I didn't, our defense isn't the best by any means either. He's not a top ten quarterback by no. any means, no. So with me, I say, which is, I mean, New England's going to do what they're going to do. Like you were saying earlier to me, we're just going to take away the best thing that you do. Right. And he just he lit he just lit up the the divisional round and just threw the ball wherever he wanted. So I think, in my opinion, I think we stack the box, take away Blunt and Ajayi, and say. Try to beat us down the field. You make the throws to beat us. I, I agree with that. But it was the first time that they opened up the playbook to him. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it's the first time they said, here, go out there and play. And Minnesota's got a pretty good defense. They do. So, And the fact that he torched them like he did is, is pretty telling. But then again, Jacksonville also has a very good defense. Well, yeah. yeah. You're, you're the Patriots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, I think the Eagles are probably the second, maybe third best defense. I think Jacksonville's the best defense in the league. They're opp- opportunistic. They, I mean, they will get an interception and they will block like they're on offense. They yeah. will turn defense into points. And that's kind of – I kind of could see that happening maybe today. So you think Brady throws a pick six or a fumble or something? Either that or even a special teams, he, you know, he, a special teams yeah. punt return, kick return. I do I do see a defensive score, though. Here's the, here's the difference, though. Unlike Jacksonville and even going back to Atlanta, this team has defense and offense. You right. can't get yourself down to a Philadelphia like you did Jacksonville and like you did to Atlanta last year in the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, Atlanta has that firepower as well. Atlanta actually, to me, has more firepower than this Eagles team does. Oh, yeah. yeah. But with the defense that they have, their defense is better than what Atlanta's defense was last year. Right. You cannot do that again, and that's that's my biggest key for the team. You can't start slow like you have the the past, you know, in the past. This is not the same teams that you're playing. You can dig a hole against this team – it's going to be tougher than any comeback that you've had to do. Right. Now, a big thing is, is Gronk's back. Uh, that's a that's a huge thing at the back. Yeah, he's uh, a tough guard. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know if there is a tougher guard in the NFL than trying to guard Gronk. Because then when you double him, it opens up Amendola, it opens up Chris Hogan, it opens up our backfield with James White and Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead. So, and you forgot to mention the, the other receiver. Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks, yeah. 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 Brandon Cook's second leading receiver, and yeah, it opens up Brandon Cook. So that's why he's such a tough guard because you can't double him all the time because we have so many other receivers. And the thing, Edelman tore his ACL in the preseason. I know. We have Edelman. Like, I don't really think this game is a question. No, I don't either. But that's the thing. Injuries happen in football. They lost their quarterback. So right. if they had Wentz right now and we didn't have Edelman, I don't know if this would be a question for us. I think Wentz would beat us. Um I, I, again, I, I've already said I think we're going to win. I'll give I'll give our, my score prediction at the end. But uh, what do you what do you kind of think is is the key for uh, for both teams to win? Like I, I I gave there. I think you need to stack the boxes. Our offense is going to do their thing. Like we'll we'll struggle at some point, but I think the offense will eventually figure it out and and do their thing. What do you think is 
the keys for New England, or are you disagreeing with the one I said, stack the box? Or well, no, I definitely agree with that um, on for New England, and they're going to do what they do on offense. Uh, if they're playing like a pass defense, they're going to run the ball. I mean, they do. They just always do the right thing, um, and I've seen several people this week talk about you, when you get inside the ten or twenty against New England, you got to score a touchdown. I mean, if it's fourth and fourth and eight, fourth and go from the eight yard line, kick the field goal. Yeah, I think so many teams. A lot of people say New England gets lucky. Well, they don't beat themselves. And Philadelphia can't fall into that trap of, oh my God, we got to score a touchdown. We can't go up six versus going up ten. Go up six, kick the field goal, make the, make them beat you. Yeah. You know, don't just like, no, Tom's gonna do it. Well, definitely don't want Tom to have the ball with <laughs> two minutes to go and a chance to tie the game. Kind of like I'm saying with with New England stacking the box, make him make the play. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you you're right. If you concede it, it's going to happen. Right. It's kind of like what Atlanta last year literally just fell apart. Kind of like what you're saying. They, they they took it. They took it, and then it just fell apart. They should have. All they had to do was run the ball. I mean, and even you go back to the uh, the Seahawks. I mean, run the ball in Marshawn Lynch, yeah. and you got a timeout. Um, even uh, since. You know, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Uh, <laughs> despite all everything that happened in the game throughout the game, the the James nine touchdown uh, that now the NFL is supposedly calling a touchdown, I believe. Um, regardless, Ben shouldn't have threw an interception, and you kicked the field goal. It's like you are always make that happen, and it's like. Is it the mystique? Is it what is it? Why why do these teams? And I think it's because of like these people talking about don't make these mistakes. You got to score seven. Obviously, Ben thought thought he had to score seven. Yeah, kick the field goal, go into overtime. I think it's a little. I think it's a two two things to go into that. One, I don't know if there's a better coaching staff in the NFL than what not, we have. There's not. It's not so the preparation is one thing. Right. And then two, I think it goes with that, with that mindset. So I think it's a mixture of those two. You throw in the coaching. I mean, have you? I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch that thirty for thirty yet about no, Bill Belichick. No, it's fantastic. Like I told you, I know you'll like it. If anybody else has watched it, it really get you really get into the mind of him and how he calls games and what he does and how the way he attacks and stuff. And it was funny because it had Lawrence Taylor on there, and Belichick was a position coach, and. I've actually seen tweets about that. Yeah, and about uh, to say. Lawrence Taylor was like, uh, "We didn't want Belichick. We didn't want him." Yeah. And Parcells was like, "No, we're going to hire him." You. He said within two or three games that was the guy I respected the most of anybody I've ever seen coach. He said yeah. that guy demanded respect, and I understood why he demanded respect because he knew what he was talking about. Right. Once we saw that we he knew what he was talking about, there's not a person I wanted to play for more. And I didn't. I never realized the. The type of stuff that went into it, I, I won't go into too much about that because this is a Super Bowl preview, not a Bill Belichick uh, pump-up session. But it's a very, it's a very informative documentary. And it's very, very good, uh, and it actually will 
again, it's the last thing I'll say, but it, it'll actually make you like him a little bit more as a person. Because most people look at him and see him as being a brash, kind of rude type person. He's really just not, he's just doesn't like to talk. I love Belichick. Yeah, there's a, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are just like, oh, Belichick's a jerk. He's really, he just doesn't like to talk to the media. And that's what it is. He just doesn't like to. He knows it's part of it, so he has to. But he just doesn't like to talk to the media. Oh, he, he has a Popovich way of doing it. Yeah. Can't argue with the results of it. You know? No. So, I mean, we'll go through some of the, the team leaders for New England. I mean, we obviously know who has the most passing yards on the team with Brady. Uh, rushing yards is Deion Lewis. Uh, but, I mean, that's kind of like a four-headed monster. Yeah. Because you have Gillisley, Lewis, Burkhead, and James White. And that's not in order of who I think is the best or anything like that. But you throw those four together, that's just as good as an all-pro running back to me because they're so, they give so many different things. Um, and it's a cheap way of having an all-pro running back. Exactly. And then it's also a good way because one gets hurt and you still got the other ones. Right. So, I mean, that showed this year because James White, that's why James White doesn't have as many rushing attempts because he was missed so many games. But having James White back now, who I think we both agree should have been the MVP last year in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. He's the main reason we won that game. Uh, I mean, Brady had great stats, but to me, James White was the MVP last year. So... With that, I'll go into what do you kind of think is the X factor for both teams? Like, let's let's start with New England. What do you think is the X factor for New England, or who is the X factor? Just player wise. Yeah. Well, you already talked about Gronk. Uh, how they're going to cover that guy, you know? Uh, but really, I think it's I think it's on the defense, and I I can't. Belichick makes his game plan every week um, you know like like we was kind of talking about earlier um, he if you guys are going to defend the pass put eight cornerbacks in the game then we're just going to run the ball you know I mean he's just super smart I, I, I believe that it's going to be the, it's going to have to be the defense I, I and I, I agree with you. They're going to probably make Nick Foles throw the ball. Um, and good Lord, I hope it's not uh, James Harrison. <laughs> I was literally about to ask you when you finished talking, how did it feel to see him last week play, or two weeks ago play well against Jacksonville? I, you know, I'm not mad at him. Uh, we didn't have a spot for him, and he wanted to play. And... I feel like that's a guy you got to make a spot for. Well, w- well, we had the spot. We had the spot, and we 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 actually didn't waive him. You know, we we gave him a spot, but Pittsburgh's defense is really young. Um, and what T.J. Watt is that his name? J.J.'s yeah. younger brother. Um, he's just better than they thought he was going to be. Uh, of course, that didn't help us against Jacksonville, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I uh, I'm not a not a Jerome hater, really. Uh, they, he <laughs> I just, hope not. I mean, it's your name. I figure you got to <laughs> kind of stick together with him. He, uh, yeah, right. He, uh, I don't. He was just unhappy, and he he actually went and asked to be waived. It's not like we weren't going to kick him out of the building. Yeah, but uh, you know how it is. A lot of a lot of the guys were not happy with it. 
but this is a Super Bowl preview, and I'll quit talking about that. Well, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought when we signed him, I thought it was another one of those Patriots and Belichick things where we're just going to get a guy to get a playbook in case we got to play you all in the AFC Championship. Right. But he's played, and he's played a lot of meaningful downs and made some big plays. He can get to the quarterback. Yeah, and another thing that I heard was the another reason why it was they were kind of going away from him is because you all were changing your defense some, and he wasn't fitting into the position that he was supposed to play. So that was kind of why they were going away from that. Why That's why he wasn't getting as many reps and stuff in games. Yeah. Speaking, I, speaking of the devil, there he is on the TV. Yeah, he sure did pop up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand Pittsburgh not needing a, a edge pass rusher. I mean – Right now, I mean, he's 39 years old. I don't know if you've ever seen his workout videos. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Playing volleyball with a medicine ball. I mean, it's it's nuts. But he, uh, you put him in there 10, 15 times a game. I mean, strictly in third and long. He's going to get to the quarterback, or yeah. he's going to draw two, two offensive linemen and yeah. free somebody else up. I thought it was funny when he came over and he took this picture right here. I was actually about to mention this. And he says it's pretty cool to actually have an older teammate now. <laughs> or it's pretty cool not to be the oldest guy on the team. But, I mean, so so you think the X factor for New England is going to be the defense, uh, which I'm taking the same kind of route in not naming one player. Right. I'm taking the backfield like it, like it was last year with James White coming in. I think that with their defense and the pressure that they're going to try to put on Brady, he's going to have to check down a lot because they're going to put they're going to put probably double Gronk. Uh, I mean, Cooks is going to have to get open, but it's mainly going to be Deion Lewis, James White out of the backfield until they start covering that. Then we then we go vertical. So to me, the X factor to not start slow and to you know to get this win, I think, is to take advantage of the of the passing game with the with the running backs or getting some draw plays going or something like that. Because if you get that going early, then they have to respect the running game. They have to respond, re, respect how the backfield, and that opens up receivers down the field. So with the Eagles, uh, what do you think is the X factor for the Eagles? Or who? Um, well, Doug Peterson. And that's the head coach. Yeah. Uh, he... Uh, He's out of the Andy Reid coaching tree, and go back to week one. They have a very similar tight end in Zach Ertz. Um, they have a slot guy who can fly, Aguilar. Yeah, Aguilar. Aguilar. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, but they have the kind of same kind of committee running, you know, backfield. Um, I can see them kind of using Kansas City's blueprint from game one and putting a lot of pressure on time to score a lot of points. Yeah. Um, but, but if you get pressure on Foles, I mean, does he have the same same type of game? Uh, it's hard to say, but I think... I kind of think you. I think he has a good game. So, uh, like I said, I, I, with Foles coming into this, I mean he's done nothing but deliver so far. Um, it's still for me the to me the jury's still out on it. Right. I think I think we can get to him. I think we can pressure him. So, what we'll do is 
is we'll go we'll go with our score predictions now. Okay. The spread the spread is four and a half. The over under is what forty nine. Is that what it said? Right. Uh, I don't think New England covers the spread. Right. I think we cover. The, I think we get the over and the over under. My final score: New England thirty one, Philadelphia twenty seven. I I like the over as well, um, but I, <clears throat> something's been telling me all week Philadelphia is going to win, and I'm just going to throw it out there 34-24. Not just win, but win by double digits. Yeah, so take forget the points, take the money line if you're yeah. betting, but yeah, you probably don't want to listen to me on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I I don't know why. I mean, but, like, I do want to say this. Like, Belichick and Brady, it's amazing. And then it's a new fad with the analytics, like yeah. we talked about. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that Philadelphia goes with the analytics. And, and it's actually something that they buzz into him and are like, okay, well, the analytics say this. And he has the option of going with the analytics or – you know, going with his gut, which I think is pretty fascinating. But again, it's Belichick and Brady in the yeah. Super Bowl where they're pretty comfortable, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really hard to pick against them. So kind of maybe part of it's devil's advocate a little bit. There. It's it, that I mean, when you were talking to me earlier about the analytics and everything, I didn't really think that much into it, like to where you just explained it like that. That's amazing. It to me. The quarterback position is the toughest position in any sport. Right. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. The quarterback position is the toughest position. And I almost would say the center is the second toughest. Right. Because you're snapping the ball, you're blocking. But the fact that someone in a game like, let's just go back to the NFC Championship because that's he hasn't played the Super Bowl yet. But a quarterback can hear that in his ear and say, hey, man, according to the analytics, this is this. And can, it's actually the head coach who, who gets this information. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's the head coach who gets this. But info. still, even with the head coach, he still got to he still got to say so that to the he's quarterback. He's got to relate it. Yeah, right, right. The fact that they can take that, put that on the field, and see that in a forty second play clock, and then <laughs> read the coverage, read the blitzes, read every, and still make a play. That's that to me further shows me that that's the toughest position in any sport. And though. Quarterbacks are on a different level. Yes, it's it's amazing, man. It's a, the fact that's that's something that I don't that I think like the casual sports fan don't really appreciate. Right, they don't look into that stuff that much, and they're just like, well, the, I hate just throwing the ball. The smartest guys on the field, though, line. I don't know. Yeah, GPAs are out of this world. I mean, a lot of Stanford kids, Notre Dame kids. So, I did. I didn't expect it until I got here that you were going to pick against the Patriots. So did you bet the game this year? No. You no. didn't. So you stayed with so you could still cheer with me. I'm going to cheer with you. <laughs> so, because last year you had good luck and you even, it was funny because I told everybody that story where you you called the guy and you're like, hey, I'm going to put 200 on the second half. New England's going to win the second half. Right. Well, you already got 200 on the game. Yeah, I know. I want to take the second half. They're going to win the second half. Right. And he almost called you crazy. You know, like laughed a little bit when he took your money. He yeah. thought he was taking your money. Yeah. He didn't realize at the end of the game you had you knew something. I don't really know if you knew that they were gonna come back and win, but I think you were just trying to get your money back that you had put on the game. Yeah, I think uh, I think they were. I 
think it was almost two touchdowns or maybe 15 points. It was day. like 17 to 3 or something at that point. Well, I think New England was like minus 50. You know, they had to, they had to score 15 more than Atlanta in yeah. the second half. And it's like, they're going to win. <laughs> you know, so, so I, whatever it was, it was right, whatever the, the score actually was, New England needed to get right above there for the for the for it to happen. I was like, well, they're gonna do it because they're gonna win. Yeah. So that's that was just my gut. Well, uh, hopefully your gut's not right this year. <laughs> um, I know you'd be cheering with me, but hopefully your gut is not right this year. <laughs> uh, again, like I'm, I would never. You can't discount a team that's in the Super Bowl. Um, I told you before I didn't want to play you all when we were in the AFC Championship. I'm still glad we didn't play you all because I think that you are our worst matchup than what Jacksonville is uh, for us. Even though Jacksonville, like I said, has the best defense, but the running game's really good. But Bortles isn't that good, so I'm hoping we can we can pull this game out again. I have a lot of people, you know, Snapchat me and tweet. You know they're going to win. I don't know they're going to win. This team, <laughs> this team's not a slouch. Uh, Philadelphia is good. They've been good the whole season, and then. Foles has just stepped in and played his role. He's been a good game manager, and he had a great game against Minnesota. Yes, he did. So, I'm hoping he kind of used everything last game. I hope it was a fluke. Yeah, I hope it was just a (laughs) fluke, and he used everything he had in last game. But we'll see. So, thanks again for coming on. Thank you. We we would definitely do it again. (laughs) Uh, It was funny seeing how nervous you were. It was was exactly the way I was before the first one. And I told you, it's not bad. It's not bad doing this. I still am. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny, but we're just talking, and we're just watching TV and talking, so it's easy. But, uh, guys, I appreciate you all listening, and uh, this is one of my biggest fans here. He texts me all the time after he listens to some episodes and tells me what he thinks about it. I'm sure this is one episode he won't text me about because he probably I, won't listen. I will not listen to it. <laughs> so, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, preview we had here. Uh I got him because I knew he had a lot of knowledge about this, and this was the main person I thought of because he was like, man, we need to talk about the NFL. You're going to be the guy to talk to the NFL about every time I have it. So, um, guys, keep listening, keep liking, keep sharing. I'm going to keep putting these out there. So, hope you all have a good one. Go Pats. Happy Super Bowl Sunday.